The minute that I came to St. Matthew's, I felt the sincerity of the congregation. Our life has changed in such a good way since being here, and that may sound cliche, um, but it truly has. We meet people every Sunday when you come, it's always somebody new coming in. St. Matthew's to me is a place of refuge. Coming to church has always felt safe. It's like definitely a, a place where I feel comfortable. I was led to a church because uh, I felt like he was speaking to me. For me, it's definitely a place of love. And um, it's truly some great people in this church that really just want to, that really have like a heart for God and really just want to like just serve. The Holy Spirit has a way of, of sending uh, a word to answer some of the questions that you might have. I've seen the impact that it not only had on my family, St. Matthew's, but also that it has in our community. I tell people, because they're seeing the difference in me, and they're saying, what, what are you doing? I'm like, me and my husband, we going to church. What church do you go to? And I say, St. Matthew's in Williamstown. And like, I'm so proud to say that I go there because it changed my life. It's home. It's, it's home.
and praise your name, Lord. We lift the name of Jesus. We lift him high and no one, no thing, no situation comes before Jesus. Lord, we ask that you bless our pastor as he brings forth this word, Lord. Prepare our ears and hearts to receive the word. And let us not only be hearers of the word, but doers of the word. Come us with your blood and we'll be served and careful to give you all the praise, Lord, and honor. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How many of you know he's amazing? Amazing, amen.
she could have kept going because God is just that good. Amen. How many of you know he's just that good? He is an amazing God. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In spite of what's going on in the world today, I know we all know God is still in control. God is still in control. Hallelujah. I will trust in Jesus and him alone. I will not put my trust in any man but God. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. Hallelujah. 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 We're going to bless the Lord. Amen. All our heart, soul, mind, and body. We bless the Lord. Hallelujah.
Father and our God, we thank you for the Lordship of Jesus Christ, and we bow prostrate before your presence, confessing our sins that we have fallen short of your glory. We thank you for the shed blood at Calvary's cross that is a propitiation for our sins. Thank you for your goodness, mercy, and grace. Thank you for this Lord's Day. Thank you, Lord God, for your people coming together, amen, in holy worship. We thank you for our families. We thank you, oh God, for the food on our table, the clothes on our backs. Thank you for our health and strength. Thank you for waking us up this morning and starting us on our way. It wasn't a clock. It wasn't a telephone. It was you that watched over us as we slept in slumber. It was you that snatched us out of hell with smoke still in our garments. It was you that put us on a street called Street. It was you that opened up our minds and touched our hearts, ordered our steps. Bless your name, Lord Jesus. 
Now glorify and magnify yourself. And if there's anyone here that's not saved, may they cry out, I yield, I yield. What must I do to be saved? And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Remain standing. We'll have our scripture and prayer. Bless the Lord. Our scripture today is in Hebrews, the first chapter. Yeah. Verse 1 through 4. That is Hebrews 1, verse 1 through 4. And if you have it, say amen. amen. And it reads, God who at sundry times and in divers manners spake in times past unto the fathers by the prophets. Yeah. Has in these last days spoken unto us by his son, whom he has appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the worlds, who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins, sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high being made so much better than the angels as he has by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and the hearing of his word. Let us pray. To the Lord our God who created heaven and earth. Our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who died on the cross for the remission of our sins. The presence of the Holy Spirit who resides in each and every believer. We thank you, dear Heavenly Father, for the angel of this house as he breaks open the bread of life into our hearts. Dear Heavenly Father, let our ears be attentive. Let our hearts be receptive. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for protecting him, guarding him and his family, Lord. And Lord, we would be remiss not to ask your blessings, your power, the operation of your love in Ukraine today, Lord. We pray for all of those, dear Heavenly Father, near and far who are going through, those who have lost life. Lord, we know that you are still in control. Now, dear Heavenly Father, let us be attentive to your word today that we may glorify you, praise your name, lift you up, and when we leave here, let our hearts burn with the desire to serve you another day, another minute, another hour, another second, that we may say glory in your name, glory to your name. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we do pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord, everybody. Hallelujah. How many know you're going to make it today? Hallelujah. How many got a made up mind? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That God is for you.
What a mighty God we serve. The Lord is my light and my salvation. When Jesus uttered that sixth word from the cross, it is finished. He was referring to the plan of redemption. He didn't say, I'm finished. He said, it is finished. Thank God for the finished work of the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm so glad he died in my place. So glad he washed all my sins away. Praise his holy and everlasting name. Now, I want to dovetail on Reverend Llewellyn's prayer. Let's keep Ukrainia in prayer. Uh, history tends to repeat itself. In 1939, Adolf Hitler marched into Poland and immediately England declared war. And the rest is history. These power-hungry, foolish, hell-bound people. And that's what it is. Amen. Uh, desire to rule all mankind. It pumps them up. Putin is a nut. He's a nut. I would say Trump is a nut, but I'm going to hold that one too. Fact of the matter is, is that uh, God's judgment is on the doorstep. Judgment. You know, when you have your mind made up to do evil, God lets you make stupid mistakes. He withholds wisdom. And uh, uh, just keep praying. The Lord is still in control. Still in control. I remember in the early 60s, when Khrushchev and the Russians moved missiles 90 miles away. Yeah. And uh, John Kennedy said, you have 24 hours to move those missiles or we're going DEFCON 3. Yeah. Yeah. Now, DEFCON 3 is literally war. And they got those missiles out of there. Can I get a witness? If you're going to be a leader, lead. If you're going to be a leader, lead. And uh, we are, we're watching millions of people going through a lot of pain because of one man's desire 
And then we have these so-called congressmen and senators who have the audacity to agree with him. So there is, you know, a house divided cannot stand. Cannot stand. Um, just want you to know that uh, God's got the last say so. And wherever this goes, we're just trusting Jesus Christ to work out. Sometimes you just can't stay quiet because you become complicit with, you know, you just just, just got to pray and uh, do what you got to do. But uh, that's the world we live in. Can I get a witness? And it's, it's really a tragedy. It's really a tragedy, you know, that millions of people have been displaced on the run, had to leave their homes with their kids, and uh, it's just it's just a mess. Just keep praying that the Lord will step in. Amen. Amen. Just keep praying. Just keep praying. Um, we are thankful again for this Lord's Day. And truly, this is a day that the Lord hath made, and we will. Re- Rejoice and be glad in it. This coming week, March begins, so the weather ought to be breaking pretty soon. And uh, so we thank, we're thankful from whom all blessings flow. Now we have a baby blessing this morning. Praise the Lord. And uh, I'm going to Make sure that we, uh, this is Deacon Armstead's granddaughter. Praise Jesus. Grandson? Grandson, I'm sorry. Grandson, okay, I got that. Praise Jesus, come on. Hey, young man, how you doing? Handsome self. We don't baptize children in the Baptist church. Good morning, everyone. But we do dedicate them to the Lord. Let me pray. What's his name? Cameron. Cameron, okay. Our Father and our God, in the matchless, miraculous, exalted name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we just commit Cameron into your hands for your care, keeping, and perfecting. Pray that you would ward off anything not like you. And may he be raised in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. Bless him, anoint him, and order his steps. Bless his grandparents, bless his mother, his dad, bless all of the family. And we thank you for what you're going to do in this young man's life. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. All right, honey. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. All right. Praise his name. Okay. Praise the Lord. 
while I'm preaching, I take my mask off. I've been wearing a mask most of my life. disguising the true me. Don't laugh. You've been wearing a mask too. Some of y'all still wearing a mask. Praise the Lord. Lord is good. And I want to thank our lovely choir. Let's give them a hand clap. Praise the Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Listen, listen to your pastor. Hang in there. We're going to get there. Through many dangers. We're going to get there. You guys sound great. I'm very proud of you, and you got to keep on keeping on. Can I get a witness? It's going to be all right. Musicians, thank God for you. Truly, God is an awesome, 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 awesome God. And Deacon Armstead's daughter and son grew up in this church and attended, went through youth ministry, and we're just praising God from whom all blessings flow. Amen? Amen. Praise the name of Jesus. Okay, now it's offering time. And God loves a cheerful giver. You can be God-given no matter how you try. Taking a one offering, be liberal in your giving. The Lord will bless you. Give and it will be given back to you. Press down and running over. Can I get a witness? And my God is an awesome God. God loves a cheerful hilarious giver and our choir will come at this time church say amen
ma, 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 ma. That boy sound like Ramsey Lewis. Boy, you can play that thing, Doc. Hallelujah. All right, come on up here for this offertory. All things come of thee, O Lord. Let's stand for the offertory. Praise Jesus.
Jesus. I love you more than anything. Our Father and our God, we thank you for the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Thank you that he sits high and looks low. He's full of grace, full of mercy, full of truth. And we thank you for your Lordship. Now move by your spirit. Speak to us from your word. Convict, convince, if need be converted. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Church, amen. Church, amen again. Jesus said, if any man love mother, father, son, daughter more than me, he's not worthy of me. God's faithfulness to the saved is to give them a guidance to lead them, a guarding to help them to learn his wisdom, and a granting to liberate them through the word. And this guidance, guarding and granting, promotes a hope, provides a help, and proclaims a healing. I want to help you navigate properly through the word. All scripture is God-breathed. It's infallible, without mistake. As God overwhelmed men with his presence and his power, and they wrote exactly what God wanted them to write. And yet he used their individual personalities to do it. As God does not change our personalities. Systematic theology is a study that the Bible is a system. And it is a system. Uh, and one of the hermeneutic that's the interpretation, one of the hermeneutic laws of the Bible is that the Bible is 66 books and it speaks of a people, the Jews, a person, the Lord Jesus Christ, and a program, the church. And in that structure, the New Testament is in the Old Testament concealed. And in, in the Old Testament is in the New Testament revealed. So Jesus said, search the scriptures for they speak of me. They speak of me. All 66 books points 
All roads lead to Jesus. And Jesus made a statement that's just awesome. He said, the queen of the south went across the world to hear the wisdom of Solomon. And behold, a greater than Solomon is here. Lord have mercy. Second Kings is our text. Second Kings and First Kings originally were one book, the Kings, before translators broke them up into the Septuagint, Old Testament Greek. And Second Kings is one of 12 historical books from Joshua to Esther. It's the historicity. You have Joshua, Judges, 1 Samuel, 2 Samuel, 1 Kings, 2 Kings, 1 Chronicles, 2 Chronicles, so on, so on. To get to Esther, 12 historical books. And the Kings gives us an account of all the kings that ruled Israel and Judah. Most of the kings in the north, and I want to deal with that, were evil. Most kings in the south were righteous. And in the United Kingdom, Derek, United, under David, King David, a thousand BC. Now let me stop Paul's and Park. I'm trying to I'm trying to take you to school this morning. David reigned a thousand BC, and David prophetically, Jesus is called the son of David. And Jesus will have a thousand year reign in the book of the Revelation. David reigned 1,000 B.C. and then his son Solomon about 938 B.C. before the birth of Christ. And the dates are going down to get to Christ. So Rehoboam, Solomon's son, whom he was writing to in Proverbs, my son, my son, my son, trying to give him some wisdom, understanding, and knowledge. And... um, It was after Rehoboam that the nation split because Jeroboam, an evil king, became king. And what they did, the reason the kingdom split is because they decided to go up north to Samaria and move the worship and sacrifices that were supposed to be in Jerusalem. So ten tribes went up north, two tribes remained in the south, and that those tribes in the north is called Israel and the tribes in the south is called Judah. Hang in there with me. The nation split. And during this period of time, when you get into the 800s BC, uh, God called Elijah a great powerful man of God with a mantle 
to oppose kings and to oppose evil. Let me stop. Everybody's not going to oppose evil. Everybody's not going to oppose evil. We are so political that what you ought to open your mouth to, you don't. And when you should not open your mouth, you do. John, John the Baptist John the Baptist told Herod you cannot have your brother's wife. And his head came off. Um, these tribes Manasseh, evil, Ahab, evil, husband of Jezebel. And it goes on and on and on. And then in the south, Hezekiah, Josiah, who bought reforms, they were righteous kings. And uh, so the kingdom was split, and God called Elijah. And then Elijah, or Mount Carmel, was a comedian. He made fun of Baal. He said, maybe Bell's asleep. Maybe, maybe he's not listening. And God had challenged the prophets of Baal, 400 of them, to cry, cut themselves, pray, and see if Bell would answer. Bell didn't answer. And then Elijah said, watch this. And Elijah prayed, and fire came out of heaven and burnt the sacrifices up that was covered with water, dried all the water up. And then they killed 400 prophets of Baal, and then Jezebel, Jezebel's a trip. She ran her house. I ain't going nowhere with that. But Jezebel told Elijah, when I catch you, I'm going to take you out. And he, he, he ran the, the length of New Jersey and went up in the cave and asked God to kill him. And God said, I have 7,000 remnant that have not bowed, bowed to Baal. Stop, stop believing you're the only one that are standing for Jesus. There's a whole bunch of folks standing for Jesus. Do I have a witness? And, and, and so, so when you get to 800, and then, and then we go down, we go down, and, 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 and then Elijah was taken to heaven in a fiery chariot, and Elisha, his replacement, was sitting there watching. Lord, have me. And he told the servant, be quiet. And he lifted up Elijah's, Elijah's mantle and prayed for a double portion of his spirit. <clears throat> and Elijah was a bad boy because it was Elijah and Moses who met Jesus on Mount Transfiguration. And Moses represented the law and Elijah represented the prophets. Are y'all with me? 
So when you get down to 800, 700 B.C. before the birth of Christ, and then all of a sudden we see three deportations. Sennacherib, the leader of the Assyrians in 722, captured all ten tribes up north, put them in captivity, and then Nebuchadnezzar, who wasn't even paying attention to Jerusalem, but he was led to Jerusalem. God called, called Nebuchadnezzar my servant. If you decide to mess up in Christ, God got a servant that'll find you. And so the three deportations of Daniel, just hang in there with me. Uh, yeah, 697, 686, and 606, in which Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were teenagers. They were taken off to... Uh, Amen. Babylon and Ezekiel was by the river Chebar. He was in captivity. And Jeremiah was allowed to roam the land and preach. All these were contemporaries. Habakkuk and all of them. They, they all were around the same time. And then you got 400 B.C. Lord have mercy. 300 B.C. Rome came into existence. And, and, and I'm, I'm trying to give you a chronological effect that's in the book of Daniel because what happened was there were, there were nations, the Assyrians, and then the Assyrians was replaced by uh, the Babylonians. The Babylonians were, and, and you come right on down, uh, uh, Alexander the Great, he was of uh, Greece, 32 years old, almost conquered the world, and then Rome. Rome were the bad boys. They came on the scene, they built roads, and they built those roads for Jesus and didn't even know it. And uh, then about 4 B.C., Christ was born in Bethlehem of Ephrata. And when you read Isaiah, the Jews will be under Gentile rule until the Messiah comes back. Yeah, just a historicity. So here in Second Kings, we start seeing narratives that are applicable to where we are today. I wanted to give you context of the times. Lord have mercy. And, and here in 2 Kings chapter 4, Elisha, who, who is anointed by God, hmm, is suddenly approached by a widow. Now let me, let me stop, pause about the first four verses, 2 Kings 4. And my first point is, we see God's goodness of provision for a superior servant. Oh, God. Well, most people read the story and they miss the whole they miss the whole meaning of the story. This widow comes to Elisha and says, 
I need your help. And my husband feared God. He's dead. He reverenced the Lord. He worked for the Lord. He was faithful to the Lord. And everything Elisha is about to do was because of what her husband did for God. I'm going somewhere with this time. It behooves you and I to stay faithful to God. It behooves us to keep working for God. It behooves us to keep tithing to God. It behooves us to keep serving God. So the widow came and Elijah said, what do you want me to do? She said, well, uh, after she said, my, my husband was faithful. Turn to your neighbor and say, track record. God pays attention to track records. My life was blessed because my grandmother was in church every Sunday. The same church for 65 years. Some of us like hopping church. That's another sermon. You gotta be in the place that God told you to be. Can't be running hither, thither, and everywhere to trying to find a per- There ain't no perfect churches. If you find a perfect church, don't join it. You're going to mess it up. In this church, we're going to have order and excellence. Sister Gordon don't like this. Or you can bounce. We're going to serve the Lord. And there's only one Lord one faith and one baptism. Do, do I have a witness out there? I'm not wearing no long robes. I'm not putting no turban on my head. Thank you, Jesus. I'm born again, blood washed, blood bought, name written in the Lamb's book of life. And as Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel good news of Christ. Lord have mercy. So the woman he said what do you want me to do? She said well my creditors I owe a lot of money to my creditors and if I don't pay them they're going to take my sons and make them slaves. So Elisha says well what do you have in your house? She said, just a jar of oil. I love this. There is a human side and there's a divine side to your deliverance. God going to make you do something. Can I get a witness? You know, we, we listen to all these preachers lying to you. Power is in the word, so speak the word. And God, you speak it. And every time you speak it, Satan going to laugh at you. No, I'm serious. You got people around here believing they're going to be prosperous by speaking into existence money. 
Lord, have mercy. Oh, Lord. So he said, what's in he, she, she said, a jar of oil. He said, I'll tell you what. Go to all your neighbors and borrow containers. Empty the containers out. And then go in your house with your sons. Shut the door. Don't miss this. And take the oil in a jar and pour it into the containers. The containers represent your faith. As long as the containers are coming in, the oil will flow. As long as you and I believe God, the oil will flow. Lord, have mercy. Mm, mm, mm. She ran out of containers. The oil stopped flowing. And then Elisha said, now go and use this money to pay off your creditors and you and your sons can live on a rest for the rest of your life. That's goodness. That's grace. That's blessing her with something she didn't have. But, but, but listen, listen. It was predicated on the fact that her husband, a prophet, was loyal to God. Lord Hammers. Loyal. I went to my grandmother's house. This is probably in the late 50s. I went up her house and she, she was just, she was a godly woman. Her dad was a pastor down in South Carolina. She's just a godly woman. And uh, she used to sit there and just tell me, I dare you to trust Jesus. That was a whole theology. And I watched little insurance men would come around on Saturday to collect that little insurance money. Remember that? And... I was sitting there one day and the man said, uh, most of them were Jews. The man said, Mamie, like you need a new couch. She said, no, I'm fine. He said, tell you what, I'm going to have one delivered. They trusted those people because those people were godly. And when you godly, God will open up doors. That no man can close. We were in the apocalypse last week, Revelation chapter 3, Church of Philadelphia, the sixth church. And there was a door of opportunity. There was an overwhelming assault against opposition of Satan in his synagogue. And then there was an open door. Because you have not denied my name. You know, I... Elisha multiplied the oil. Now, 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 let me stop pausing part because as we go into the New Testament, Jesus multiplied bread. In other words, whatever Elisha can do, I can do better. 
I am the bread of life. And he, Jesus, Jesus turned to one of the disciples and said, what, what shall we do with all these people? 13,000, 5,000 plus kids and women. What shall we do with all these people? And he said, well, little boy got a little lunch here, five little pieces of bread and two small fish. He said, give them to me. And the Bible says Jesus already knew what he was going to do. Lord have mercy. Sometimes, sometimes God gives you the impression that he's asking you what he's going to do. He already knows what he's going to do. He already knows how he's going to get you out of trouble. He already knows how he's going to pay your bills, put food on your table, clothes on your back, how he's going to heal your body. I'm being blessed because of the faithfulness of my grandmother. I'm being blessed for the faithfulness of my mother and father. I'm being blessed. I want my kids to be blessed. Oh, Lord. Because of my faithfulness. I ain't no politician. I ain't up here trying to trick and deceive. I'm a sinner saved by grace, but I'm trying to preach truth. I may be dead and gone and one of my kids has a need. And the Lord said, you know what? I, I remember. The faithfulness of your father. Therefore, therefore, I'm going to increase your oil. Lord have mercy. Mm. And then the story expands to another narrative where I think beginning in verse 5, 2 Kings 4, where you can read when you get home, where there is a woman. And what we see in this woman, we see, listen, we see God give a gift because she gives superior gifts. God loves a cheerful giver. Somebody give 15000 to the church, you say, oh, yeah, that's nice, but I, I, I wouldn't do it. Well, you ain't got to do it. Jesus has already said nobody's getting to heaven and bragging about what they did for me. Whatever you do for the Lord, he's going to come back twice as much. Do I have a witness? It's tight. We got $1,000 phones. Yeah. Don't, don't get me started. Go price an iPhone in all of its trappings. Mm-hmm. Over a thousand. And we won't even tithe money to the Lord. Oh, Jesus. It's tight, but it's right. 
that that is. The woman would let Elisha come to her house while he was coming through town and eat at her house. Then the woman told her husband, who was older than her, told her husband, said, you know what? Why don't we build a room onto our house and put a table, a chair, and a lampstand, candle in there? So when a man of God comes through, he can have a place to rest. I ain't asking you for no house. Me and Sister Gordon's house is in our name. Been there 30 years. But, 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 uh, but I want you to get the gist of what's going on. She was willing, out of her heart, to give a place for the man of God to rest. Are y'all getting this picture? And they build this house and, and, and uh, Elisha would come through and stay there overnight and there was a bed, there was a table, there was a lampstand, there was a chair, and 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 uh, so, uh, Lord have mercy. So, uh, Elisha asked this woman, "What do you want me to do for you?" And Gehazi, his servant, says, "Her husband is old, and she doesn't have a child." And Elisha said, tell her this time next year she will have a son. And uh, so she had a son and, and one day the son was with his father out in the field and he said, my head, my head. And he fell out and he died. And the woman told her husband, pick him up and put him on a prophet's bed. Oh, Lord. And I'm going to get a donkey and I'm going to the prophet. And as he's riding up, Elisha is on Mount Carmel. He sees her from a distance and he tells his servant, Go see what's going on. Why is she coming to me? And 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 the, and, the, and the woman. They said, "Is all well?" She said, "All is well." Let me let me stop pausing. Part when you're going through hell, and you're going through conflict, and you're going through controversy, and you can say, "All is well." That 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 is a stamp of your faith. And we know that all things are working together for the good. I went to schedule a colonoscopy this past week and I haven't had one in three years. And the doctor said, you know, the last time we took your colonoscopy, you know, it was kind of bleary. I said, I cheated. He said, you cheated. I said, yeah, I cheated. So I'm going to drink this stuff again. I won't cheat this time. Don't laugh at me. Some of y'all cheat every day. 
in the name of Jesus. Anyway, this, the woman gets to the prophet and the prophet said all is well. She said all is well. She said, my son is dead. And please don't deceive me. You promised me a son. So Elisha told Gehazi, take my mantle and go touch the son. And he took the mantle and touched the son, but the son did not revive. So Elisha went to the woman's house and the son was on a bed she had built for him and he laid on the son mouth to mouth, hand to hand and he blew in his mouth and the son revived. Lord have mercy. Elisha was saying, since you gave a gift to me, I'm giving back a gift to you. Since, since, since you were not stingy with your house, and you used your house to give me hospitality. I'm going to raise your son up. You, 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 you know, let me stop pausing. You, you cannot be God-giving no matter how hard you try. By the grace of God, I've been tithing over 35 years. Listen to me. Longer than that. I'm persuaded. I'm, I'm persuaded that God is faithful. You, you can be God-given no matter how hard you try. People say, well, should, should I tie to the gross? If you want a gross blessing, tie to the gross. You want a net blessing, tie to the net. Now, I ain't preaching on giving, but I thought I'd throw that in there. When I raised my three kids, I used to say, here's a dollar. Take the first 10 cents and take it to church and give it to the Lord. I was trying to teach them the tithing concept. Lord, have mercy. Do you know how much money I blew? In the military, in clubs, and bar. I used to set the bar. Set, set the bar. Lord, have mercy. I blew six thousand dollars in like a month just on frivolity, just partying, just having a good time. Just, just money blown. Hmm. How much money y'all spend on liquor? And on that other stuff. Oh, don't sit here and act like you don't know what I'm talking about. They used to call it a dime bag. (laughs) 
Well, how many numbers did you play? Three, three, three in the box. Then when the number didn't come out, you played it again the next day. I was working at a Navy Yard and the guy said, this old timer said, listen, right near Christmas, 555 comes out. You better play it. Every day I was playing 555. My God, today. Where your treasure is, that's where your heart is. Mm. Lord have mercy. God, through Elijah, gave this woman a gift because she was a giver. Jesus was sitting at the cust- uh, as, as you receive the custom with his disciples, and everybody was coming around and putting money in the in in the in the pot. And this little widow came around, and Jesus said, "See her? She gave more than everybody had. She only had a penny, but that's that's all she had." Mary came in when Jesus was teaching his disciples and broke an expensive bottle of oil and poured it on his head. And Judas, the thief, always a thief going to speak up. We could have sold that and gave it to the poor and leave Jesus leave it alone. For she has honored me. Lord, have mercy. That, that is, this woman gave a gift and God gave a gift back. He gave, he gave, he gave, he gave, he gave, he gave a gift back. If somebody in trouble and I can do it, I'm going to help them. Yeah. He gave a gift back. Child of God, this narrative is deep because... Jesus, in the New Testament, quadrupled what Elijah did. Mm. He, Jesus gave of himself. He gave grace. He gave mercy. He gave peace. He gave provisions. He gave! Of himself. Mm. But finally, when you get to chapter 5, I'm coming in. The faithfulness of God, we see a reward to the repentant. Naaman, a great and his, his, his name means pleasant. A great commander of the Syrian army. Great. He was a great man. He was a warrior. But he, but he had leprosy. Lord, have mercy. So, so, so a little girl pops up from Israel and says, if you, are, if you were to go to the prophet, he could heal your leprosy. 
Let me, let me stop pausing for I, I just love these narratives, these stories. That little girl didn't pop up by accident. God is never left without a witness. Can I get a witness? He, he is never, ever, ever, ever left without a witness. So Naaman, commander of the Syrian army, went back to the king and said, this girl from Israel told me that I could be healed by a prophet. And, and so uh, Naaman sent his servants to Elisha. And Elijah said, tell him to go down to the Jordan and wash seven times. <laughs> seven is God's number. Six is man's number. Five is grace. Now don't play this. Three, three is unity. I, come, come on now. Are y'all, are y'all, I'm, I'm trying to give you a numerology here. Some of y'all ain't start taking notes, so I start calling them numbers. <laughs> but, but see, Naaman, who was a Syrian, said, I don't know, is the Jordan better than the rivers of Damascus? I'll dip seven times in the Damascus rivers. And Elisha said, you can dip seven times, man, you ain't going to be healed. See, repentance is changing your mind. Some of us need to change our minds. We're full of hell. Somebody need to preach it. Full of contention, full of conflict, full of anger, full of historical stuff. Yes, we are. That's why these marriages ain't working. You you got to <laughs> you got to prayerfully accept the person the way they are. Who the heck are you that they got to change for you? Well, don't marry him. Well, I love my wife, and you know, she does talk a lot, but I love her. You know. Oh, he, oh, he gets these mood swings, but I appreciate him. Who the heck are you that you think you ought to have perfection? Nobody's perfect. As good looking and nice dressing as I am, I'm not even perfect. And you ain't going to never make me think otherwise. I'm a fine Negro. With hair, without hair. Oh, I'm going to preach that. And I don't need your sneaking compliments to feel good about myself. Because I'm deceived. Tight. If God tells you to go to the Jordan, you got to go to the Jordan. You can't go to the Damascus rivers. There's power in the Jordan. That's God's river. 
Do I have a witness? See, you, and you got to transfer all these miracles of Elisha up to the New Testament to Jesus. He went up to a blind man, born blind from birth. And he said, do you want to see? He said, yes, I want to see. He said, okay. He, 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 he spit in some uh, dirt and refocused and, and redid his eyes, put the dirt on his eyes. And then he told the man, now you got some human responsibility. Go to the pool of Siloam. He didn't tell him to go to Schuylkill or Delaware. He said, go down to the pool of Siloam and wash and you'll come away seeing. Didn't he do that? John chapter 9. You got to obey the Lord. Do I have a witness? You know, old, old lady, when I got saved, I was struggling all over the place with sin. I was struggling with those fleshly habits. I was struggling with my perversions. I was struggling. And I was the only one in prayer meeting under, under 75. And, and I told her, I said, I, I, I said, Mother, I'm struggling. I'm struggling. I'll never forget that night. I'm struggling. And she said, son, we're praying for you. She said, but until you hate sin, you won't stop sinning. Sin has got to become exceedingly sinful. Are are y'all getting this? She said, ask God to give you a hatred for your sin. And inside I said, I can. I love fornication. So I found myself on my knees, Lord, give me a hatred for fornication. I don't really mean it, but let me pray it. Lord, give me a hatred for cussing. Are you you all with me? And God will ultimately give you a hatred for your sin. So the man came back and then the Pharisee said, he said, well, how did you get here? We knew you from birth. He said, a man named Jesus. They said, oh, he ain't no good. He said, well, whether he's no good or not, he's the one that healed me. So then they went to the man's parents and said, who healed him? And they said, he's of age, ask him. And he said, it was Jesus. Well, he ain't no good. He's a devil. He said, whether he's a devil or not, I don't know. But one thing I do know. I was blind, but now I see. I know the man from Galilee. I know who it was that snatched me out of hell. I know who it was that put me on a street called Street. I know who it was. When Buddha and Muhammad, it was Jesus, the Christ. Son, of the living God. Do I have a witness? You got to know that you know that you know. He gives us guidance. Yeah. He gives us guarding. But he gives us some granting. He grants his blessings to us. I'm a recipient of them blessings. Uh, do I have a witness? The Lord is my light and he is 
my high tower. He's the Lord of the mountains and the valleys. He's the Lord that cannot fail. He's my hope, help, and healer. Can I get a witness? So when Naaman went to the Jordan and dipped seven times, the Bible says he was healed of his leprosy. Jesus healed ten lepers and said nine. One, only one came back. Where's the other nine? Can I get a witness? And see, child of God, you got to know that you know that you know. Look at the three narratives. Ah. God, through Elijah's goodness, provided hope for a widow because of the track record of her husband. Every Sunday y'all sing unto Jesus. God's adding up your track record. Can I get a witness? I ain't talking about being full of hell. I'm talking about I'm, I'm, I want to submit and I want to sing to the Lord. And I'm going to sing the songs of Zion. Every time you usher, and I know ushering's hard. You got to sit at the door and see people that don't even like themselves. Will you sit here? No, I don't want to sit there. I, I want to sit in my seat. Your, your seat is, is attached to the back of you. I, 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 I understand. Hallelujah. God is so good that God uh-huh, is blessing me because of my parents and grandparents. God's blessing my kids because of me. Uh-huh. You better, you better take that story home with you. And then the woman that gave a gift got a gift. She put the man of God first. And then God turned around and put her first. Uh-huh. And then finally, this man had leprosy. And God healed him in the Jordan River. Do I have a witness? I'm so glad that God is a hope and a help and a healer. I'm so glad that the Lord snatched me out of hell with smoke still in my garments. I'm so glad that he saved my soul. I'm so glad that he made me whole. I'm so glad he gives me guidance. Yeah, I'm so glad he he gives me granting and yeah, I'm so glad that the Lord is my light and I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. You know why I'm still in my marriage? It's not Sister Gordon. It's Jesus. Can I get a witness? You know why I'm still standing? It's Jesus. You know why I still got health and strength? It's Jesus. You know why I don't want for nothing? It's Jesus. The Lord is good. And he good. And he good. And his mercy endures forever. Let the redeem of the Lord say so. I dare you to brag him up. I dare
dare you to praise his name. I dare you to say holy hallelujah. But for the grace of God, there goes I. The Lord is good. Say yeah. Say yeah. Say yeah. He's worthy. To be praised. Anything good in me is Jesus. Anything bad in me is me. The Lord is mighty good. I'm a witness for the most high God. I was sinking deep in sin. Far from the peaceful shores. The Lord. The Lord. The Lord. The Lord. Put him first. He'll put you first. Put him last. He'll put you last. Let's stand on our feet this morning. As every head is bowed, your eyes closed. If you're here this morning, you need to be saved. Don't lie. Because you're on your way to hell. If you need to be saved, you want to join a church of Christian experience, just raise your hand. Jesus died for all your sins and was birds. They won. Do I see a hand up? Is there one? You must be born again. Faith in the finished work of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for your word. Thank you for the prophet Elisha, who is just a figment of who Jesus is. Thank you that this woman had oil flowing because of the testimony of her husband. Thank you that this woman was gifted because she gave a gift. Thank you that Naaman was healed because he chose to go into the right river. Lead God and direct us. Help us to abide in you. Bless every child, every grandchild. Bless every family under the sound of my voice. And help us to look to the hills from whence cometh our help. He's a guidance. He's a gardener. He's a granter. Grant us peace that passes all understanding. And we'll be so careful to give your name to praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, your track record means something. God bless you. You are dismissed. See you next Sunday. We love you. Did you know you can give using your smartphone? The method is simple, safe, and speedy. To give using this method, search for the SMBC app in your iOS or Google Play Store and download. Then launch the app and click on the Give button. Or feel free to give through our website. Go to www.stmatthewssbc.org, click Donation, and fill out the St. Matthew Secure Contribution and Payment form. Thank mm-hmm. you.
Yeah.